2: all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before
1: Dale. meet mesquite repeat make the trip you won't be sorry go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information
3: best morning sickness.
4: you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself he's evil
3: sitting right here come on no I mean, no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude
2: there you go thank you weapon of pride it is uh wednesday already the wednesday yep yep oh my god it's wednesday it's Wednesday. day that's right it is Wednesday. uh Everybody's always got an answer for when you talk about gas or anything else. Everybody's got their political stance <laughs> or anything. And uh, and David emails and he says some of the garbage truck guys and he's one of them drives those big trucks around. So they're natural gas now. Every four hours or so, we have to return to the yard and fuel up. It's supposed to reduce emissions, but it's adding unnecessary wear and tear on the trucks, tires,
1: belts, gears. We're going through those like crazy. There's no one good trade answer off. So Yeah, it's the trade-off. And trade how, much, off. how much more in labor are they paying? Because these guys got to drive all the way back to the right. yard, fill yep. up, and then come all the way back out again. And then Scott says, I don't know if you use uh, the app Gas Buddy, but it'll save you some money
2: on gas. And that is true. I just last night, it could have told me where the greatest gas was. I was out of gas in the lot. I was You were looking, stuck. I was looking at that uh, gas gauge below the E line, like, and the whole E was showing. Uh, it was out of gas. So Gas Buddy is great. I do have that. It is an awesome app. I haven't tried that. It's a good one. And it works. Like it like you'll save like forty,
4: thirty, uh, you know, twenty yeah. to forty Sometimes cents. Sometimes you a have gallon. to go
2: like a couple extra miles. But right. If you've got a quarter of a tank and like, oh, I need gas, and you just look on gas, you'll find a good one. Yeah, some of them are awesome. Really good. And then uh, you know, you got the real good news is we just focused in on all this garbage and Ukraine's exploding, and will we go World War Three on this? Is Toledo gonna make it through Thailand? No. No. No way. Somebody emailed said Thailand trip. Julie says, uh, there's Russian mafia all over Phuket, Thailand. My sister went there. Every year, nothing but bad stories of idiot tourists disappearing one after another. Toledo and his kid are done. Everybody not only like, has this story, rooting for it almost, that Toledo gets abducted for his dumb Thailand trip coming up.
1: Everybody knows... Alex Griner is going to be in a a Thai prison. Of course he is. And
2: am just vaping, bro. Toledo will miss the one vape cartridge that puts his whole family in peril with the Thailand government.
4: You kidding me? Wild cherry? Hilarious. (laughs)
2: Hilarious. And I am like, I find my, and I love Richard. I think he's great, but I am rooting for that, for the stories.
0: All right, I'm not going to be able to make it back. We're in jail. Alex did have one in his sock. (laughs)
2: it's gonna be awesome but yeah and he's very excited about this but this is one of those like those are those trips that world travelers take like 10th or 11th on their list you don't kick off your international travel with thailand like that's a yeah that's going strong that's like hopping in with like i don't play tennis but i know brady's good at it and i'm like i just bought a racket let's go play like "Ah, i think you want to get a couple of the bunny hill do the bunny hill go to canada try greenland A lot of those places, like, you know, even uh, the Virgin Islands. He's done his
4: international uh, travel a little bit. Um, Where? Not really international. Um, Mexico, Rocky Point. (laughs) Now,
2: that's international. You've crossed over the uh, border. (laughs) That's that's the rookie A-League of international travel. (laughs) It is and can possibly scare you and get you killed. So you are training a little bit for Thailand. But uh, they cater to American tourists. I can't wait for his trip to Thailand to just go south. I think it's going to be a riot. He's getting in the water. He's, he's diving in head first rather than feet first first time. I'm by no means an international traveler. It I've sounds like
4: a, it was all lined up for him, though, pretty good, you know, because yeah. you you're going with someone that's been over there. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, that's fine. But they're also the people that are going over there went there for religious purposes. Did
4: some uh, mission work mission for a couple work. of years. Right. They,
2: so they're going to walk around. They get their
4: hookups there.
2: They're like going places with you. They've got the rose-colored glasses, and I'm not going anywhere foreign with somebody who thinks they're going to a better place if they get killed. I don't like that whole religious, uh, this is wonderful and it's part of God's plan. Uh Uh. I don't like God's plan when it includes being in a bamboo cage and like I get lost in a jungle or something like that. I don't like being with religious people because they find the silver lining in the capture, or they start to try to you know, swing them in a def- different religious direction. No religious people on my international travels. You see what happened? The only time you hear about that in the news, they catch Ebola or they're getting uh, bows and arrows shot at them for trying to give Bibles to the wrong group of people. No thanks.
4: We're on that uh, cruise ship, you know, in Spain, and then it went to, uh, you go past Gibraltar, then you go to the tip of uh, Africa, Morocco. Yeah. And that was the only time that I'm like, all right, I'm... I'm not going in here. I, oh, and we, you know, the ship... Port, we go into Morocco, and before you go in there, they tell you, don't uh, just keep along with your group, which yeah. is our family, don't 14 drift. of us. Don't drift. It didn't take long to say, I'm not drifting off there. It was you everything. That you just knew. I wouldn't even go. It, yeah, it was Jamaica. just intimidating.
2: Jamaica had uh, the beautiful resort covered, uh, the, the chain-link fence that went around it, and they said, do not leave the resort grounds. Like, why? Just don't. Because they knew that the people in the resort probably had some cash, and they're waiting for you right outside of it to do a, a little sightseeing on your own. And anybody that drifts out of the resort doesn't know where they are. They had dug tunnels on the beach to get under the – to sell drugs. Like there were people popping up out of the ground. Hey, I'm on. Where is that coming from? You look down, there's a dude in the earth, and he's in this little tunnel, and he's got weed and coke and all this other stuff. So my uncle comes back, he there's a dude in the ground over there, some subterranean drug dealer. Is right outside that fence and he's under the earth. I'm like, how about you can get in there with him? I'm like, I'm going to get in a tunnel with a Jamaican with cocaine? No. So did you get the cocaine, though? I, mean, you it was get him I didn't see it. My uncle was telling me about it. <laughs> Brett, you would have loved
4: it because the, uh, the other thing was the thing that we go see the first thing is this gigantic mosque. And uh, when you start wandering around the property, I mean, everything's it marble. It's huge. And then you go over there and we go back to the ship, but my sister and three others are like, Let's go in town and go find somewhere off the no. grid for lunch. Nope. Mm. They, they
2: made it back. but then, I'm not going with your family either because there's Catholics and Christians all mixed up in that thing. You're heading around some mosque. I know somebody's yeah. going to say something stupid, like you're going to have that high and mighty attitude that your God's better than theirs and their mosque is silly and you piss off the no, wrong No, you know
4: better than that. You
2: don't know better than that. Religious people don't know. They think they're protected by God. They can do whatever they want. That's why I don't go anywhere with religious people outside of like dinner. I'm not going in any mosque with somebody's cat. I don't go. I, I've heard what goes on when Christians try to get into that Mormon temple, and you guys are on the same team for the most part, and they are mouthy. Yeah, it's a competition. I don't do religious traveling. You t- Mormon missionaries are like, oh, I want to take you to this war torn nation. They're fine. They're good. Uh uh. You are going to try to sell them Jesus, and you're going to piss the wrong person off. The next thing you know, we're in a cage. I'm not playing that but Toledo will be in the, And I kind of want Toledo to go down that road. We're going with some people who had some religious back. And they're very good. I'm like, all right. I don't want to go with anybody that's trying to convert people. I don't like the idea of – I don't even like being on a plane with religious people because they, they like the idea that if it crashes, their dreams come true. Screw that. I get to meet Jesus. I'm like, oh, crud. I'm going to miss Vegas is basically what I'm thinking.
4: <laughs> there was a story yesterday. A guy – it was in Russia. He goes down to the uh, – basically what downtown is, to go buy something. He's there to buy a Harry Potter wand from this guy on the Russian Craigslist, basically. God. And there's protesting going downtown.
2: Sure. In Moscow?
4: Yeah. So the guy goes down there to meet the dude to buy his wand. Five days later, coming out of jail, he was arrested with a protest. He wasn't even part of it.
2: We have loads of great places to visit in the United (laughs) States.
4: But you got to see the world.
2: You don't start in Thailand. Like my buddy Jim Wilson, he's been everywhere. Thailand was like his fifteenth trip. You don't start in Thailand, but Toledo will, and he's going to bring that sixteen-year-old boy who's making jokes about Phuket the whole time with vape in his pocket, and that German Shepherd at the airport's going to put the whole family in jail. Just Phuket,
3: yeah. Phuket, man. (laughs) Oh, bro, ah, but uh, German Shepherd say you got something in your sock. God, I swear. Bruh. Bruh. Why your boy dressed like Wardle? Why he have such big crows on? What are he hiding? Bruh. Oh, crows. I'm American, yo. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> oh, vapor cartridge. I can't
2: wait. I can't wait for Toledo to try to negotiate his kid out, too, and it'll be another 13 months every time he talks.
3: Listen here, cock. We have boy in cage. <laughs> not a cock. Oh, we know our reputation when we see it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Toledo's so trip cock. Is, yeah. <laughs> that be his nickname. <laughs> uh and yeah, so everybody emailing me about Thailand. I appreciate them all. I hope I hope for the safe return. I'll say it before they even go. I hope for the safe return of the entire Toledo family. But I doubt it. I really don't think it's going to happen. Uh, real good news, though. So, remember, uh, about a year ago, and with spring training starting basically tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, we all have been to spring training games. We all know uh, Diamondbacks games, even though no one's been to one of those in about three years. Uh, the, the sweet, sweet sounds of
3: lemonade, lemonade
2: like Grandma May. Now, this dude has been a fixture in Arizona for Years. Years. Uh, last year, he was diagnosed with, a, he had a cancer, and they got a GoFundMe. He was on the on the news the whole time and everything else. He's, uh, he's better. He's back. He did it. And, they, and the doctors, taught, I watched the news last night, the doctors told him that 80% of the time, with the tumor that he had, they don't find it until the autopsy. Is that amazing? Wow. So oh, he's, he's doing well. Lemonade, lemonade, man. You uh, know
3: you want not You it. know you want hit like, God
2: damn it, I want some lemonade. I haven't wanted lemonade in years, but he makes me want lemonade. And he's just happy. Uh, He's not the red licorice guy, too, is he? No, that's a different guy. That was a different dude. Uh, His name is Derek Moore. Uh, He's been all over Diamondbacks games and things like that. You've seen him all over for spring training. Everybody was worried about him. We had bad news that a fixture in Arizona was going to do this. Uh, He's getting better. I don't know that he's going to be part of spring training this year because he's still recovering, but it's good to know that he's still around, and that's fantastic. Oh, he's working D backs games? Yeah, he's not but then making he does it need it gonna go fund to gonna be gonna going with those When games. they said go fund me, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, don't you I'm like, oh, he works Diamondbacks yeah. games. He needs to go fund me. I talked to uh, the he vendor. He gets
4: priority on that.
2: <laughs> I, I know the vendor
4: Seniority on the vendors.
2: in my section of uh, of the Suns games. And he's done spring training. I've known the guy for years. And he goes, uh, and he walks by and he goes, got to they are a little Niche of traveling gypsies. They go to sporting events all over. He went to the Super Bowl, and he goes, four months of uh, house payments. And I'm like, four months of house payments? He goes, one day, four months of house payments. He goes, we killed it. that's incredible. And and he started to tell me, like, you know, sun's coming back like this. He goes, it's just been gravy. And he travels all over. I didn't know that, that they did so much work to be like, there's like a little system. You're humping it, too. You are humping it. There's no question. It's work. These guys are making a good amount of dough. Not at Diamondbacks games. You don't make yeah, a penny yeah. selling churros and those weird dick-shaped strawberry chocolate dips. I don't understand.
4: Who gets Gigantic uh, cookies.
2: Well, I know who gets it. I'm looking at him, But I'm saying, who's the dude that <laughs> – why, why even make multiple cherry chocolate strawberry dipped on a stick? You know what I'm talking yeah. about. I've seen those. Things. There's like the guy that's the poor bastard that's got to walk around with this giant dessert of fruits and chocolates and pineapple and – I don't even know what they say. The, the, what it's called? Want this thing? This thing? Like, and then, you, and then the. I, I only like it because when ladies do it, and they do it on purpose, they put the strawberry on top, so it looks like the tip of a wang. Mm-hmm. And when ladies have to eat that first one, they got to go full fist into mouth and pull that top off, and it is hot. But I, there's no need to make more than nine or ten of those at a Diamondback game. Who's eating those, Brady? Not me. No, you're too busy at the dipping Dots. I'm, I'm gonna look up rarely the Rarely a games. Brady. Took me to the game once, and we missed two innings because we hit all the Dippin' Dots stations. <laughs> the dude can't pass Dippin' Dots.
3: They do it. They do Astro-freeze them.
2: I'm like, what are you talking about?
3: Astronaut. They make it out of five Dippin' Dots, please. It's our turn. They order it up.
2: And I'm like, what are Dippin' Dots? Ice cream out of this world. It's ice cream from a different planet. I'm like, I think that's just a sales pitch. I've never <laughs> seen somebody more excited for frozen, frozen ice cream.
4: Say it right. Dippin' Dots.
2: It's frozen, frozen ice cream, though, right?
4: Yeah. Essentially, they it's... just
2: freeze the frozen stuff, double it up. Oh, he was thrilled.
4: I would noodles,
2: And whoosh, it was like he got out of jail and we <laughs> took him to a whorehouse. He was excited about everything. We missed like three innings just walking around hitting all the, all the dip and dot spots. But, uh, yeah, uh, the, the guy out there at the Diamondbacks, we're happy to have him back. <laughs> lemonade, lemonade like Grandma made. That's a great thing. I'm happy with that because uh, – that dude just brings joy to the – to the, the second he starts screaming, everybody goes, oh, this, he's back.
4: People go there and want to – they're hoping they, yeah, sit in his section.
2: You get a picture with him and hang out with him all the time. It's it's pretty good. But I feel bad for him because there has been – it's not his fault that Ken Kendrick has destroyed the Diamondbacks to a point of, you know, the vendors can't make a penny. It's
4: the other horrible. guy that I like, he's been around for years, but I, he's, he's like deadpan on his delivery. Bud, Bud Light, Miller, Bud, Bud Light, Miller, <laughs> and he just goes through like and he rattles off like <laughs> yeah. six flavors, but at, at, at that tempo.
1: Yeah. Bud, Bud Light, Miller. I like that.
2: I haven't seen that guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, lemonade guy and red liquor red are the only ones I, I know. Red. When you hear that
2: start, you are like, yes. And then Pratt tried to ruin it yeah. and had him on all the time. I'm like, no, red liquor. I think he died. Oh, did he? I, now that I think about it, that guy might have passed away. And nobody's gonna take over. There is like no junior. No. It's not like family business. My father was a red licorice man, and like his father before him, and I'm going to be shouting that at ball games forever. But yeah, lemonade, lemonade, guy, come on back, because that's a gimmick that works, and I like it. So it's good to know he's healthy. And I, I don't really go after GoFundmes too much unless it's for the uh, the people who have to work at Diamondbacks games because I feel sorry for them. That's a curse to have to go to that. Yeesh! And Suns games for a good long time. Whew, those dudes weren't pulling in much dough. Right now. That, I'm watching beer flow. The Suns games are... There's a, an inventory problem. A, 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 there's a supply chain <laughs> yeah. issue. There is, those guys are going up with empty buckets one trip down an aisle, and it is a beer festival. For two hours and 20 minutes a night, beer is flying, and I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> Go to that Dos Equis lounge that I have. The, they're getting rid of that for, as a, an exclusive thing that's going to be available to everybody. You forget it. They're handing out Dos Equis for free because it comes with the tickets. And uh, Sherry, my bartender up there, I'm like, hey, Sherry, what's going on? She goes, let me just save you two line trips. we got four of them. Sherry, I love you. And then she's always going, I'm a Jew. I'm like, I know. She always (laughs) screams out that she's Jewish. Her texts even say, Shalom. Like, she loves telling everybody she's a Jew. But everything's free, and it's great. So the beer is flowing. It's good to see it. The tips are flying around. Everybody's making money. That's nice. Because you're all going to have to spend it to go to work. Gas is going to take you out of your check. Another thing that's amazing, St. Patty's Day is tomorrow. Think of this equation, and a guy named Rick emailed me, and he came up with this, and he's a genius. St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, Brady. Yep. What do you think that has to do with the fact that Colin Kaepernick is in town working out? Tie those two things together, because they're tied together, and it's genius. St.
4: Patrick's Day. St.
2: Patrick's Day tomorrow. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick Cal- is at, like, I forget, Skyline High School or wherever. He's working out. He's doing workouts right now. He's staying in shape. He's doing it here in town. Kaepernick plus St. Patrick's Day right here in this city. What's it mean?
4: Uh, I don't
1: know. know, Brett, any ideas? No.
2: Always bet on black. Kaepernick Day. (laughs) There's that. Nope, not St. Kaepernick Day. Think about it for two seconds. Colin Kaepernick here in town. St. Patrick's Day is a big drinking holiday. Steve Kimes, the general manager of the Cardinals. Kaepernick's getting a contract. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) Hey, I got an idea. Happy St. Patty's Day, everybody! Oh, it's the uh, general manager, Steve Kime. Oh, so I was looking at this guy who was Oscar Gamble was throwing the football around, and I said, It's time to do a deal, Steve Kime's
2: gonna sign Colin Kaepernick to a contract. It's going down? Tomorrow. Colin's brilliant! Just go out to Arizona on a drinking holiday, throw the ball around, Kime will wander
3: by bombed.
4: Oh, because he's throwing it. And everyone else has got a couple of pops under their belt already. There's he's Ab- going to
3: spectacular. <laughs> There's an aborigine kid throwing footballs over here at the high school. Let's go watch him. And then he's going to a contract. It's happening. He's getting a
2: contract. I need to talk to
3: you. Take a knee. <laughs> yeah, he's going to <laughs> <laughs> get it. Take a knee because he loves that. <laughs> I'll say. Okay. See if we can drop to a knee every time I sing it. <laughs>
1: So you going to pick him up in the party bus over there? Oh, no, he's going to get the party oh, bus. Yeah. Oh, you have to...
3: Oh, the big red bus. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> I just heard it. I just heard a Colin kappa Capper. I heard the Colin Capper a Colin K is over here. Push... I love this song.
1: I got an idea. <laughs> Let's sign him to a contract. <laughs> is he going to have the beard with him and everything? Or? Oh, yeah, the beard. up. <laughs>
0: hey, uh... Steve, I don't think we should sign a contract. It might piss Kyler off.
1: Oh, don't worry about Kyler. He's in my
3: pocket. Oh, he's fine with it. <laughs> Cliff's got an area of the bus <laughs> that's
4: roped off. VIP.
0: VIP section for the beard's favorites. i go out on the party bus and make sure that my voice is in uh, the coolest possible way it can be. And my beard is stout and strong.
3: Hey, 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 cl- cl- Cliff Clanksberry! Hey, <laughs> cl- cl- Cliff Clanksberry! Let's go get let's go get some churros. and sign Colin Kaepernick to a deal.
4: <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Ten minutes later, somebody wake up, Kyme. Let's cut this deal.
0: <laughs> you know you signed Colin Kaepernick to a ten-year deal.
3: I, did, I I did what? Oh, that's gonna require a couple of drinks. Oh. <laughs> so do we want Kyler? Do we want do we want Kyler Murray still? <laughs> Kyler. Hey, Kyler,
2: don't take it personal. You know, St. Patrick's Day. He signed a lot of people.
3: We're over the cap. Sorry. We're over the Colin Kaepernick. That's <laughs> a genius
4: plan. They got Kyler going around to a bunch of bars.
3: <laughs> We're not allowed in any bars. He ain't children in bars. Leprechaun.
2: Oh, that's right. He can play the role. I didn't even think of that.
3: <laughs> that's true. That's a good idea. <laughs> hey, Kyler, 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 put this on. I'm putting it on, man. Put it, put the little green outfit on, little fella. Come on, let's go to, let's go get some cabbage. <laughs> Speaking of cabbage, I just gave forty million dollars to Colin Crappernick. <laughs> Woohoo Get on the bus. Let's roll. Miami. <laughs> We're going to Miami.
0: We're not really going to Miami, don't worry.
3: We're going to Miami! Hey, 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 Kryler. Hey, Kryler. Man, I'm wearing the outfit. What more do you want from me? Kryler, listen. <laughs> sneak up on Colin Krapernick sneak, sneak up on him and tell him you're kneeling. He won't know, he won't know that you're standing up. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look Kraepernick. Our quarterback's kneeling, too. Man, Tom, you a dick. Do it. Posting this. Oh, did Kryler just take down his his to I'm sorry, Kryler. I don't I mean, I'm saying. It.
0: Is this bus going to Miami or not? <laughs> I gotta get to Miami Puss before the season starts. The beard's getting dry. Gotta get the beard wet.
2: <laughs> That's a genius move, though, if you're crapping it. Because uh, him working out here with a General manager like Steve It's Conn. a good day to do it. You're right. Just to be kind of hanging around. Maybe go over there by, uh, I don't know, Seamus McCaffrey's and throw the football up and down central for a second. And he's
3: like, is it Kaepernick throwing the football? <laughs> Fire up the bus. Let's get him. <laughs> Genius. You got Boozy McGM.
2: And uh, he's going to get his blind eyes on. He's got a quarterback issue with Kryler. Nothing better than to push Kryler with Colin Kaepernick kind of standing behind him. I would say kneeling behind him, but standing right behind him. It would be the same height as Kryler on his knee, so nobody's going to notice that. Brilliant move. Got to hand it to Colin Kaepernick. You're the smartest guy in all the sports. What is he, 52 now? 53 years old? How old is uh, Kaepernick? Know. He's been out of the league for like 14 years. He took a knee and everybody kicked him out. And again, you go back and say, maybe you didn't handle this the right way.
1: Oh, he's only 37. I, I would have yeah. thought, thought more than that. When's his last, when did he last play? Like 17,
2: 18? Now, the thing about the, and I understand the political deal with Kaepernick being 16. I I actually see both sides. I'm like, I understand what he did. And he actually asked a military guy, how would you protest this if if you were me? And he said, you can take a knee. It's it's what we fight for is people's rights to say that they're unhappy with what's going on. Nothing wrong with that. How it was handled, the way he just kind of. Shoved it down everybody's throat instead of saying, I mean, and it seemed sort of like he was doing it to get out of something at first. I didn't, I didn't see it as a movement. He was loud about all of a sudden. He's just taking a knee, and he, instead of telling people he was going to do it, he's kind of passive aggressively doing it until people said, "What's going on?" And then to show, you know, and then to be mad about it a couple of days later with the pig socks, and then a few days later, or a few years later, in his workouts when people are giving him another chance, he wears the. Kunta Kinte shirt, and, uh, you know, it's it's just off, of a off-putting that maybe I don't think he— I say he didn't handle it 100% properly, but he had every right to handle it the way he chose to. But so did the rights of the general managers and everybody else in the league going, we don't want this on our team. Uh, but the hypocrisy of what they do allow started to become, you know, very visible. So, Colin, just opened your eyes to a lot of bad management in football, I think. More than anything else, it was less about like you know uh, the police treatment of of uh, inner city uh, black people or anybody black people in general. And what his main complaint was, more really the effect was you see how poorly managed the NFL is. I think that's really what what he showed more than anything else. It's like well, there's collusion, the owners talk. Uh, there's definitely there's under definitely, the
4: definitions definitely. Oh, there's vendettas. It, yeah, there's
2: there's uh, there's marked men stuff like that, and the things they'll tolerate uh, and the things they won't tolerate sometimes don't jibe. Colin made some, you know, if you look at it from a perspective, stepping away from the, from the patriotism, which pissed a lot of people off. Now, and then you go and say, all right, and Brittany Griner is one of them. You did have that right to say America is not my favorite place uh, when it comes to these issues, and I have a right to do, um, and take a knee and do that kind of stuff, but it does backfire on you when you need the United States. Yeah. And that's the danger of that. And that's not to say protesting is a danger. It's a necessary thing. But when you start saying, I don't stand for the flag and you're in Brittany Griner's situation and she was adamantly loud about like I'm kneeling, I'm doing this, and she had a right to be, hundred percent. But now when you're like, hey, where's the great country that I live in coming to save my, my ass? Yeah,
1: where's my flag now? Where's yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're
2: like, well, and then you and, and it's a natural response for the people right. to go, you know, you were kinda saying this, you know, you weren't, you weren't really all about the United States for a while there. Not to say that they hated all the United States, but it does kind of reflect back to, all right, don't stand for the flag. Don't ask for it to come save you. It's, a, it's an ugly part of protesting that when you get caught on it, the opposition is going to shine a glaring light on you. Colin Kaepernick, unfortunately, I think got kind of a bad rap from the NFL, but I don't think his movement— was uh, towards what he wanted it to be. I think it just ended up being the NFL's kind of full of a bunch of dicks. And that's maybe what he was intending to do in the first place. I don't know. But it worked.
4: The protesting is a lot different here than it is in other countries. The story from yesterday, uh, the body of a 23-year-old Russian model. I saw that. Who called Vladimir Putin a psychopath. Like a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. They found her uh, just uh, more than a year after she went missing where they find her? Folded up in a suitcase. Yeah. Parted out. <laughs> I mean, just...
2: Yeah. Chopped up and... Yep. So, yeah, the fact is... It was a
4: horrible accident. She was packing for a vacation. It was hot, too.
2: Here's the thing about the Colin Kaepernick deal while he's in town. And I was, uh, I was not on the fence about it. I thought he did a poor job of explaining himself. I think that was the thing I was most angry about. And I didn't want my football to become a political statement. As a, as a fan of the game, I wanted it to remain free of that garbage because it's my escape. And so when my escape starts telling me CNN and Fox stories, it stops being my escape. So that was my, that was my personal upset. Yeah. I think protesting is awesome. But I think you also have to recognize that we live in a place that allows it. So there needed to be less animosity towards the entire nation. And I don't think that was Colin's fault. I think that was the the backlash from it He all. was the poster child. He was the time. poster child of it. And then it turned into a big mess, and it made the NFL look stupid. The players couldn't get along. Everybody said, like, well, maybe we just held hands or put our arms around each other. So South Park had a great episode about everybody showing up to football games and leaving after the National Anthem because the real game was who's standing, who's kneeling, what's going on, what do we do? And uh, and then the game would start, and everybody would leave. Like, we don't care about the game. The soap opera that goes on before with this Anthem thing is – and it became that it became more about patriotism than it did about the actual message. My only beef with Colin Kaepernick was, I, I, if he was going to be an activist that was willing to throw it all away, I wanted him to get real loud after. Like, go be. I didn't hear a ton of what he was doing. Like, he didn't become the face of of, of police brutality or anything else. Like, he wanted to be after they kicked him out of the league.
4: It just seemed like he was just mad at the NFL. And who knows? Maybe he was st- starring out. Maybe it, you know it would. Catch some attention where someone else could pick it up and go with yeah, it. Yeah,
2: maybe. I
1: don't know.
4: It just got it. I don't got think messy. He wanted it got to sloppy poster child it necessarily, got
2: sloppy. I, I think he did.
1: John got Sloppy, though. You don't find it funny that Kaepernick's displays started as soon as he started becoming irrelevant on the field? Yeah, and you forget about that. Yeah, that's his last sixteen games I think he has three
2: wins. Yeah. And he wasn't he was he was he lost his job to Blaine Gabbert. People forget that. He was the backup when this started. And we're talking about a backup quarterback that decided to have a statement, and his first statement wasn't that loud. it was kind of off to the side. So I understand why he did it. I just think it, in the way it backfired wasn't his fault, but he's working out here, and I think Steve Kyim and St. Patrick's Day.
3: that's brilliant. Six-year gap. Oh, start the bus. <laughs> we're going to go to Tempe. We're going to go to Tempe.
0: That's cool. I like Tempe. College
3: chicks. That's right, Bear. Tempe. We're going to dress Kyler up as a as a, as a as a, as a, as a, as a leprechaun. Lepre- <laughs> lepre- <laughs> and, and then we're going to go over to Scottsdale.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to come out of Scottsdale. I'll probably end up staying in Scottsdale.
3: And then the bus goes to Miami! Miami! We need ice for the margarita machine. I got, I got, I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay. okay. Kyler's going to be all dressed up doing his Instagrams. Let's go pick up the son Watson and go to a massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> the boss!
2: Anyway. Genius move, Colin. Steve will sign you. On a drinking holiday? I got to thank Rick for that one. Great, great math equation there because I didn't put that together. That is good timing. That's genius, Rick. That's genius. Go find a guy who loves drinking and just throw a football around him for a little while. He'll put a contract down in front of you right there at the – I missed the rulabula, but that's where (laughs) I'd have done it.
4: Are there guys outside the the Bula Bula playing footballs? He bought the bar and put it in his house.
3: Is Club 411 Uh, still open? um, Hey, Oscar Gamble. Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) It's nice to meet you. I'm head of security of the Arizona Cardinals,
2: Sharon Kime. People forget that part of the story, is that he told the cops he was uh, head of security for the Arizona Cardinals, and when the dude looked it up online, it was a woman.
3: (laughs) uh, You don't know nothing about nothing. Do you want to play football for a living, officer? Because I can make that happen. I've got
4: contracts in the trunk.
3: I got a guy. It's me.
0: Don't sign that officer to the team, please.
4: Quiet down, beard. I'm getting out of a jam. (laughs) Yeah, so you know, if the beard was there at the time, he'd have been out. Oh yeah.
0: Tell you what. uh, Let my general manager go, and uh, I'll give you some of my fall off. (laughs) Or you know what else? I'll let you do.
3: Let him lick your beard. Shut up, guy.
0: Actually, if you want to lick my beard, it does pretty much taste like Scottsdale (laughs) puss.
3: You got to lick that thing. It's amazing. It tastes like salmon and lollipops. (laughs) It's the... Hey, Cliff Cliff Clank's Beard is the greatest sushi bar I've ever been to.
4: You like Lululemon? (laughs)
0: I got a connection at the Lulu at Biltmore. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you want... Some new Lulus and some beard oil, and then like a hundred dollar gift card to the Arizona Cardinals team
3: show. What's happened to the beard? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Hey Kryler, pop it out of my pocket and scare the cop away. I'm coming out of pocket, man. that's Kryler Murray yeah. I'm gonna take down my whole Instagram. Oh God, he's, he's doing something somebody get him a lollipop. Not
4: again.
3: <laughs> we re- we re- we represent the lollipop Cardinals man <laughs>
2: Steve Kime's getting, I saw him at the combine, getting big. He's a big man. He's a big dude. He is. I hope I never run into him. <laughs> I did that on uh, Caliendo's podcast once and he stopped the whole thing and he's like, I'm friends with that guy. I'm like, Yeah, okay, well, this is a character. Ah, ha, ha. And then when he comes in here, that's where it started. It was like, he is so nervous about me doing Steve Keim because they're buddies. Which I, makes it I more ran fun into for me. him
3: before?
1: Keim, yeah, I'm sure he's fun. He went to yeah. Pork,
2: Porkopolis a couple times. times. He went to. He
1: used to go to Medea's Bar too. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> shocking, huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, good luck. Colin Kaepernick is an Arizona Cardinal by noon tomorrow. St. Patty's Day, Keim Kaepernick. It's happening. I love
1: it. What do you got in the big board of musical treats <laughs> over there? Bert? Wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Weather is getting nice, so if you can't head up north, you know, I know the snow's starting to melt down a little bit, head out on those trails. No. They're going to hook you up with the best bikes in town. Pivot, Santa Cruz, uh, Rocky Mountain, they got you covered, and all the accessories as well. And if you crash on the trails, no problem. They can get that bike fixed because they got the best wrenches in town. Check them out, actionrideshop.com. And on the list today, we got going back to our earlier conversation. Got uh, battery from Metallica for all our Tesla drivers. <laughs> uh, Deftones, Ohms, uh, uh, Mudvayne, El Nino, uh, Motorhead, Corn, Godsmack. There it is. It's uh, there, Judas Priest for the show tonight. That's the one we're doing. Head PE, suck it up, because Brett had the perfect
2: look. Suck it up, with the guy yeah. said at the gas station last night, and Brett's right. It, you get over it. Yeah, and it sucks. And we, we can scream and yell and be angry, or we can just embrace and adjust and adapt. It stinks. Gas prices are brutal, and they're beating people up. And I don't see anybody like this to me is one of those moments where they're going to push us like they did it like 10 or 12 years ago, when they push it to the limits and say gas is four dollars, and then they act like they're heroes to bring it back down to 230 three bucks. Yeah. And there somehow the
1: heroes did it. How that, that it? work? But it never goes down to where it was. No. It, it never goes back.
3: It did this. Well,
2: and again, people get mad. But when Trump started to do all that, and oil got to be $0 a barrel, yeah. which was even more dangerous for the world economy. But still, we were paying $2 a gallon for a little while because it was like, we've got it. But it was screwing with the surplus. I don't understand any of that stuff. I just know that that's what, that's what the bad guys do. They make you feel real uncomfortable. They do all the uncomfortable, and then they want to be praised for when they when they bring it back to a level where you're like, okay, I can breathe again. It's like waterboarding us. Like, thank you for not killing me is essentially what we're saying. Thank you for, for now taking we'll go me to crazy the brink for and three
4: dollar gas.
2: We're gonna we're gonna be so happy when it's down to three thirty a gallon. That'll be awesome. And prior to that, it was like, ah, oh, it's getting a little heavy at three bucks. But that'll be a that'll be a blessing. It is. It's the same. It's like somebody choking you, and then right before you die, they stop. Like, I'm not going to choke. I'm gonna actually going to nurse you back to health. Thanks. And we're supposed to praise them for it, like they're going to solve the issue.
0: <laughs>
2: Brett's right. It stinks.
0: Unfortunately,
2: it. at the very least, the sign tells you how much it costs, because you can work around it. But I don't know how. I don't know how the average family's getting by on this stuff right now, because that's there's a lot of driving going on. And, and maybe it's the the Zoom conspiracy. That The good thing is, is after all that COVID stuff, we recovered, but we learned that we don't need offices anymore. So maybe you can start saying, Not I can't, I can't drive candy. anymore. But the poor people who are driving stuff around. And it's all going to come back to, you know, goods and services. Amazon's got to raise its deal if the gas goes. Yep. Everything's going to cost more of this. It's crazy. So... It would suck to uh, be scraping it right now and have this going on, and then have politicians say, "Buy an electric vehicle," or just you know, like what Brett said. Hey, sorry, we got to deal with it for the people of Ukraine. Like, man, I don't want to deal with the people of Ukraine. I'm hungry. The party bus. The party bus has to be electric now. Steve can't get beer money like that and sign Kryler to forty million a year. Anyway, do you think the Seahawks will get Colin Kaepernick? That's a rumor that's going around, too. There's course, a rumor because out. he's
4: working out with Tyler Lockett and his brother. Yeah. So. But
2: they're right down the road if you want to yeah. go watch them. Yeah. And evidently, uh, nobody in this draft is going to be any good because every team is scrambling for a current quarterback. Nobody wants to draft any of these guys coming out this year. They're even going back to Colin Kaepernick. The Bears should consider it. Uh, Get Justin Fields. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that's a bad idea. I got nothing. Yeah bears now they sold off everybody
1: bring back jim mcmahon at this point I mean, <laughs> you get to talk to him old, today. yeah yeah
2: yeah if jim mcmahon worked out uh, on saint patty's day you imagine kime and mcmahon at a bar together 10-year deal at least <sighs> at oh, least yeah. at the,
3: i got the punky qb known as mcmahon he's starting <laughs> i have a little head trauma i probably shouldn't do that he's starting
0: i'm not gonna put
3: him in the game he's starting it is the best drinking party I've ever had. We won like nine dart games in a row. That guy's got a gun. <laughs> dart games. <laughs> I auditioned him. It was darts. Nailed it. It was great. And then we tried to get Kryler to pull the darts out of the board, and he was jumping and jumping. He couldn't reach it. It was hilarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's do it. Head PE. Suck it up from that guy at the gas station last night. Yikes. It was like 9.30. I guess it was like 9.00. Kind of quiet. Glendale and 16th. Oh, Glendale and 16th Street a couple weeks ago. A whole load of Mexican people just decided to stop and get out of their cars and have a big uh, donut party.
4: Oh, is, was that the one that was on the news? I guess. They filmed it, they shut down the they whole. shut down the intersection. Yeah.
2: And it's all over next door app. It, it, they just stopped, got out, and, and yeah, they started they, just they, burning
4: they rubber. They just, blocked yeah. the lanes in every direction. Yeah, yeah like it was a parking lot. The, yeah.
2: They blocked every direction from 16th and Glendale. And and just started doing donuts and jump
4: street. out phones up
2: yeah and p- these people walk in front of the cars it's
4: boss KUPD all drifty. over oh, oh no, no no it was
2: interesting it was not boss <laughs> you know what Bryce? I did see Brady there and he was filming the Sprouts lights go out
0: <laughs>
3: look at that eleven o'clock exactly the lights go out that is fascinating it's like they're on a timer it's amazing that's, I had a, that's I had a fryer the going
4: I was dropping in donuts oh man it was a- I
3: thought we were doing a donut party yeah wrong it's a put the fryer away you're gonna start a fire. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so be careful. That was the intersection. I was a dead quiet. Nothing there.
3: Suck it up. Like, Can
2: you oh, hear that, that from your
1: house? Is that close? No,
2: the donuts. No,
1: no.
2: It's close, but it's not that close. Still far enough. I mean, if I was out there with my my you know hand by my ear trying to hear donuts, I'd have had to have been listening hey. for them. I and maybe
3: that's the donut. <laughs> hey, It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard enough of this.